Well, we've been in this little series called God Came Down, and today is the last day, the last little part that we're looking at. God came down to send to us, and so if you need a Bible, raise your hand. They will bring one to you right from the back, and uh, I, I don't know, at the end of the year, do you end up looking back and kind of reviewing the year and to say, what was this year compared to the previous years, and what can we anticipate for uh, the next one? And, you know, I realized that uh, we kind of had a Sunday. The last Sunday that uh, we were, is most of us were still up in Dana Point. We had a time where people were able to just to share. We invited people to share. What, how have you seen God working in your life and in our church um, in, in Dana Point as we headed here? Well, that was almost two years ago now. And uh, I wanted us to get to do the same as we prepare to move back to Dana Point to take time. I mean, when we did it two years ago, we found that we had numerous stories that show that God is in control. He's leading our lives. He's leading our church. That is still true. That we've been called by God and gathered together to bring good news to around the world, starting here at home, and <clears throat> spreading throughout the world, that God protects us, he guides us, he blesses us. And so um, in a few moments, we're going to do the same, where we, the pastors will be around with microphones and you can share. Here's how I've seen God working in my life since we've been here in San Juan. <clears throat> Some people, this wouldn't have been where they chose to come to worship, and uh, we have, and we've had a beautiful time here. It's been a huge blessing to our whole church, and uh, just can't say enough thank yous to the gracious people of San Juan who shared this uh, together with us and how God brought us together. So I want you to get to share some, but we know, you know, Hebrews 13, 8 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so when you look past, present, and future, I mean, Jesus was, was a spirit in heaven along with God the Father and uh, God the Spirit. And th then he came to earth and he lived in a body. He was still God in human flesh. And then he died and rose again. And then he went back to heaven as a spirit and will be uh, there forever. And Jesus is God. I mean, that won't ever change. And he's knowable, and he's consistent, and he's dependable. And you can see that by looking around the world that God is creative, and he's engaging. And he's been that way in the past, and so you know since he's consistent, he will continue to be um, creative and engaging into the future. That God has been compassionate and generous in the past. 2 Corinthians 5, starting verse 14, says this. For the love of Christ controls us. Because we have concluded this, that one has died for all, therefore all have died. And he died for all. That those who live might no longer live for themselves, but for him who for their sake died and was raised. All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself, gave us the ministry of reconciliation. So Jesus died so that you could live for him. He died for you. You live for him. Our job is to first be reconciled to God ourselves, to ask for his forgiveness for our sin, to get right with God, and then to help others be reconciled as well. And so as we've looked at God came down, God came down in time. That God who was infinite and timeless locked himself into time and place at a particular spot. That God who was spirit limited himself to live in a human body. That God who was immortal came into this world to die and he came to die for us. And then God came down to send us. And we'll get into that. But you see, God has been compassionate and generous in the past. And so he started that in the past and then he's been working 
in the present, really the present uh, portion of history is really the church, that, that God came and he poured his spirit out on people and uh, he called them to be his own and they began to respond to him in faith and ask for his forgiveness for their sin and to get right with God and then they would gather together with other followers of Jesus and uh, they would worship in local church but it got so big and some of them moved away and so they started other churches and so that's uh, pr the primary way that God is reaching out in this world world is by sending his spirit in and through churches like ours where you tell somebody that you know and tell them and talk to them about Jesus and share with neighbors and and I hope you have a list going of people that you're praying for who don't know the Lord who need the Lord that God has been compassionate with us and generous with us in the past and now as we're moving towards the present he uses churches it's that's our job as the church is to the, that ministry of reconciliation that Paul was talking about. In fact, the keystone scripture on this is Matthew 28, 18 to 20. It's the last three verses of the book of Matthew that says, Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all I've commanded you, and behold, I'm with you always to the end of the age. So baptism is a picture of new birth. We had six baptisms last Sunday. One was out of the Feed the Need ministry. Two were from children's ministry, and three were out from our youth ministry. And uh, we are so blessed to be doing exactly here, collectively, what Jesus said, go make disciples. He gave us that job individually and together as a church. How do we make disciples? This scripture is the Great Commission. And it's the last thing he said to his followers. Go make disciples. Share the good news. In fact, in Ephesians 3.10, he said his intent was that now through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known. Now through the church. Church, that's our job, is to let the wisdom of God be made known, to let people know who God is, how God thinks, what God wants from us. And he uses the local church as a tool in his hands to accomplish his work. And he gives us his protection and his guidance and his blessing. So I want us to get to look back. Where have you seen God working in the last couple of years? As we've been here in San Juan, where have you seen God working either in your life or in our church? And so pastors, where are you? The guy that got the mics, they'll bring one right to you. Start with your name and then who would like to share something? Hi, I'm Miriam Ballou, my husband Gilbert and Samara. And since we've been at this church, um, on Easter 2018, we invited my parents, who are Muslim, um, to come to church. They accepted, which was the first blessing. And then they got to witness our good friend Mike Nodri's testimony as a former Muslim, which is also very special. And then from there, we continue to invite them. They're consistently in our prayer for them to open their hearts and minds to God and, and Jesus. Samara definitely does her part in that. Um, but then more recently, the Christmas concert. She was uh, singing in the concert and invited them. They all accepted, including two of my brothers who are agnostic. And my mom was brought to tears during the Happy Birthday Jesus song. So that was huge for us. And then, um, you know, constantly we're going to keep inviting them, encouraging them to attend. But for us, this campus has had some awesome memories. Thank you. Just a minute. Pastor Derek, would you just lead us in a prayer for those who have family members who need Christ and we're trying to reach out to them? And if you have one of those, would you just raise your hand while he's praying? Let's, let's pray. Father God, we come before you knowing that you are the one who sees all, knows all, 
and you care even more for each of these people uh, that are represented by these hand raised than even we can. Lord, you have great love for them. You love them so much. You sent your son, Jesus, uh, to die on their behalf and so that they might be made uh, new, new life with you. And so, Lord, we pray for opportunity and open doors. We pray for opportunities to share your love, to share your truth, to share your light into the lives of these people. Lord, I pray for the, the loved ones who are here, um, that who are walking with you, Lord, that you would strengthen them and you give them continued hope that they would not give up. They, they would know their prayers and their tears are not in vain, but Lord, that they would continue to to show your manifold wisdom, Lord, this, the, the glory of who you are, that it would shine through them and that they would know that their church family is alongside to shoulder that burden and to keep doing the work. And in your name we pray, amen. Amen. Thank you. Who else? Where have you seen God work in the last two years? Yes. Hi, my name is Lisa Flores, and um, I have had a strong relationship with the Lord, um, stronger since I came here, and I was baptized in June of this year, and that was very special to me because my husband, who is not a believer, came and witnessed, and that was very special, and he's starting to open his heart to the Lord. Hasn't quite accepted yet, but I'm getting him there. So, thank you. Lisa, may I tell a story on you? So Lisa came in the church office. I thought, here's a person with a need. And she said, well, I have, a, I have this problem. I've got this extra money that I wanted the Lord to use somewhere. Where, where do you recommend? And so we just talked through what would she, what would she enjoy supporting? And uh, it was fun, huh? To, to pick something out and say, hey, let's put it right here and then watch God work through it. But I was blessed by you. Yes. Hi, I'm Edie Long. We started coming to this church a few years ago when my mother-in-law, who was almost 99, was living in an assisted living near the Dana Point uh, facility. And because we live way up in Lake Forest, it's a ways away, but we get here. But the best part of today is my husband's been dealing with some health issues and we're here to get together. Um, Quite a few of you have been praying for us, and we thank you so much. We celebrated 60 years two days ago, but the best part of that... So 60 years married, huh? I know some of you are more, <laughs> but we think that's a milestone. But I've known him since I was two. He was three, and he's the older guy across the street. So we're so glad and so blessed and didn't tears come to your eyes this morning with Bob Perry's song? That was just absolutely beautiful. Thank you. Hi, hey. Jeff Garrett. Hi, Jeff. And I was hi. I um I was at my friend's twenty first birthday party and I skip party till 
I got hit by a car. Oh, boy, about 25 years ago, I'm still trying to get God's word for what he gave me that I had the right to live and to walk around. I'm brain injured, so sorry if I'm speaking. I don't know what to say, but thanks to Jillian. Oh, thanks to me to church and his son. They're nice people, they're nice. Dig around. I'm trying to rebel. I can stand there for a long time talking, but then. Nice for my recovery. God's word is number one. Thank you. Jeff came to a new members class this year. He was friends with one of Jillian's children, and then he had this accident, and she has just cared for him. And the beautiful picture of caring for another believer is, is a beautiful one that's right here in our church. Thank you. Hi, I'm Chris Stanfield Ciccarelli, and I wanted to thank all of you. Um, I had, I've had many wonderful experiences here at uh, South Shores, but one of the best was um, a year ago, June, uh, my sister, who has Alzheimer's, had been living with us for seven months, and unfortunately, she wandered off, and um, I called the church and uh, talked to Cindy Guy and we put together kind of a plan. I figured not call Pastor Ty because he's too busy. But then later I thought, yeah, that would have been a great choice to call Pastor Ty instead I call his wife. But anyway, the two of them got together and a couple of families here at church and put together the most amazing um, search and rescue team that I've ever seen. And I just wanted to thank all of you who participated and helping look for her, even if you weren't physically out, which there were hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people who were physically out looking for her. There were also people making phone calls, and a couple of very key families in here were kind of the, the main organizers. And um, church being church, that is the, in my lifetime, the most amazing example. And um, two days ago, my sister went into a memory care community and so she's safe and sound in Colorado and um, I just again wanted to thank you for all of your help your love and your prayers thank you very much <laughs> yeah the story of lost and then found is all through the Bible isn't it and it was amazing where we get out looking for Kathy and finally found her out on the... She's out, I, I was praying that day too, Lord, put her on the street where somebody can find her. Well, I ended up tripping over myself just right off of our campus here, which she was last seen in Monarch down at, at the beach. 
And uh, so about five miles from where she'd started 26 hours before that. So I whipped a U-turn, pulled up next to her, I said, Kathy, and she was wearing one of those bright orange bags from our, our welcome, you know, that was kind of her purse. So she was giving us some advertisement. I said, Kathy, get in the, get in the truck. We've been looking for you. She said, why? I said, well, we, nobody's seen you for 24 hours. Where have you been? Where did you stay last night? She said, oh, it was the best night of my life. I don't need to ask any more questions. We'll just call her sister and let her know she has been found. So anyway, we just praise God. And the way the church responded to say, how do we help care for this one was a beautiful picture. So Chris wanted to get to say thank you to you. Yes. Gordon and I have Speak up, Pat. Yeah, I'm Pat. We've been blessed here for... About almost three years, and um, we started praying early on where we we fit to serve. And uh, a dear friend from many years ago uh, came up to us in the choir, came up and said, "I'm praying that you'll be in the choir." And I thought, you know, but eventually it did happen, and uh, it's been a great blessing in my life. But what I really want to share with you is something that very much surprised me about our choir. They are one of the most devoted prayer groups in our church. Um, we pray for each other and we pray for you as uh, needs come up. And um, great strength is there in the spirit. And they're ministering for you, not only in song, but in prayer. Thank you. Hello? Hello? Over back here in the back. There you are, right in the back. <laughs> I'm Christy Kolominen, and I'm one of the um, original San Juan folks. And um, we're just so grateful for the blessing that it's been to have this building just bursting at the seams for the last couple of years. And I think I speak on behalf of all of us that um, it's just been a blessing to have you all here. Also, you've allowed Micah, Pastor Micah, to be here. And I, I just have to say, um, you're young, but your wisdom goes way beyond your years. And you've been such a blessing to all of us. Your shepherding heart has just been such a blessing to us. Thank you. Thank you. Michael. Hi, my name is Michael Kuntz, and about four and a half years ago, Pastor Ty asked me if I would come over here from Dana Point and kind of facilitate the move over and come along Don and Christy Comanian and do run, feed the need. I thought, he said for a year. I said, okay, Ty, well, if anybody knows Ty, a year is, in his time is different than a year in our He's time. a slow learner. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Michael, go ahead. <laughs> but, but through the last four and a half years, I've been so blessed through the association with our ministry, Feed the Need, through meeting our guests who come every week, been praying with them, watched God answer prayer where one man was needing a kidney, and we prayed and prayed and prayed, and his mother called me excited. I just want you to know Donnie got his kidney last week, and I told him every Sunday, God has a kidney for you. God has a kidney, and he got it. And about 
three weeks later, his mother came to me, and his mother was the one that was baptized last Sunday. I was totally blessed when she came to me and said, would you please help me to get baptized? And to me, that was just icing on the cake. And I just thank South Shores Church for allowing me to be a part of that ministry. Thank you. That's great. Thank you. Hi, I'm Janice Tillotson, and my gratitude to this church is all the magnificent opportunities my husband, who is not a believer, has had to come to know Jesus more fully. And so physically he's not able to come, you know, to sit in the chairs and all that. However, he was able to come to the Christmas concert, and he was very, very moved by the reverential, worshipful um, songs that, that were sung. And then secondly, my, my personal gratitude is about the preaching, um, the line-by-line -line expository teaching from Matthew. My husband's going through it with me. And then, of course, that bonus of being able to watch everything online. And another piece of gratitude is to my, my Bible study women who faithfully prayer for my husband's salvation. And we're studying Luke line by line, and my husband is reading through that Bible study with me too. So this whole atmosphere of prayer and worship in this church is just becoming very meaningful uh, to my husband, and it certainly has built my faith. So I am so very grateful to all of you, and um, I guess especially toward the pastoral staff and how the preaching is being done. So thank you all so much. Well, thank you. Hi, I'm Joyce Summers, and I just want to thank this church for their giving to a dear lady that I have been taking care of, that her and her husband attended South Shores in Dana Point. And, uh, he suddenly had a heart attack in 2010. So she has been a real dear friend. That's Peggy Rigney. And I just want to thank this church. I went to the church and asked them if they would help in a financial way for her care because I did have to put her in a home this year. And she is just a wonderful, loving person. And this church gave generously for her care. And I just thank you all from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm Jack Blau, and uh, I attend a uh, men's Bible study on Wednesday mornings at Caro's. And this Bible study began, I believe, with Wayne Johnson. So those of you who... And Bob heard, Lowell. And Bob Lowell, thank you. Yeah, way back when? Back in the day. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't, well, I was, I was... You'd already been born, Jack. It's not that long ago. <laughs> thank you, Pastor. Uh, anyway, my, my point being, first of all, I want to invite every man in this congregation, young and matured, uh, to attend we, that, this Bible study. It's phenomenal. Uh, so the past two years, as we ch had this change, you think, okay, there's some challenges. And I think we all went through challenges in the move, both those here that didn't move and those that did move. There were challenges. And uh, to various degrees, you know, what, what will happen, how will this go, but in these two years, the men's Bible study, Wednesday morning, started 
long, long ago, uh, has strengthened, I believe. And I think that the challenges that we're faced with when we join together, it strengthens us and we grow. So that's a real blessing of this move that would not have been, I didn't expect. So uh, that's great. I went to that uh, men's group for a little while, and then I missed for about six months, and I went back, and the waitress said, would you like the usual? I didn't even remember what I'd ordered. I said, what's my usual? And she remembers everybody's. Who here, by the way, is in some small group or growth group or Sunday school class? Yeah, isn't that a blessing? Okay, we won't get to hear from all of you, but there's a lot of blessings that come out of those groups. My my name is Mary Feedy, and I just have to tell you, if I can do it without crying, how wonderful the church is. My son passed away in January of this last year, and everyone here has been so much of a blessing to me, the pastor, all the way, you know, down to the children's um, leaders. I get messages, I get texts, you know, telling me, you know, just different things and how much God loves me. And I know that it's the church that helps me get through it. So thank you very much. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. You know, let me, let me, Mary, let me piggyback on that for a minute. Because of our congregation being multi-generational, we, we have over the last 10 years probably had uh, 25 funerals a year. So that's about two a month. And when we moved here to San Juan, the next month we had none. And the next month we had none. We had none for six months. And we've averaged one a year, one a month, since we've been here in San Juan. Um, So some of you are just hanging on, I know, just to get back. So just keep breathing. Keep breathing. All right. (laughs) My name is Jeannie Smelser. My husband went to be with the Lord just after Thanksgiving a year ago. I moved to uh, I moved from Arkansas here to be with my son and my grandchildren. Uh, I have a connection to this church from many years ago. When my son was visiting a church when he moved to Laguna Niguel, we visited the San Juan congregation. When I moved here and I was praying for a church, I pulled up online. I did Baptist traditional choir, and I got South Shores. I found gals. And so I visited here. I had another connection because the other church I thought about visiting was Dana Point because my granddaughter had been married there. And I thought it was a beautiful church. So I am so glad that God chose to put them together. And I'm here, and I want to be in a congregation where God's moving. Thank you. Thank you. I am Sue Trimborn. Stand up, Sue. I'm, I'm standing Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I know. I was just teasing you. <laughs> I'm sitting here in the pew with my dearest friends of over 40 years, and we are original Capitol Valley Baptist church members. And it's such a joy to me to be here where my babies were born, dedicated, baptized, prayed on that altar. And when we first came here, I'm like, oh, it's like coming home. But it's not the building. It's the people. And, I mean, we had support from many people in this church for various things. And my mother-in-law died last year at the holidays. And I called up the church to see if somebody would come to Thousand Oaks and do her funeral. And Pastor Ty said, what about me? 
Twice he's done that for our family members, driven a really long way on a holiday and blessed our family in a way you can't even imagine. So it's not the building, it's the people. And I'm so thankful. Thank you. <laughs> I'm Virginia Brady Benefell, and I'd like to really compliment and really say thank you to this church for all of the service that it provides to all of us, all the members here, and to the community as a whole. My husband's been going to the men's group that he talked about, and it's really, really been good for him. He enjoys it a lot. And um, myself, my husband and I are both cancer survivors. So last summer in August, I went with South Shores to the Ukraine on a mission. And I decided it was like the Lord said, you need to go, you're in remission, go on a mission. So in January, I am going to a children's prayer conference in Upper Egypt. I'm going on another mission. And it's because of the support here in my small groups and all the friends that I have here who pray for me, pray for my family, and pray for this church and the love that is here and the service that is here. I'm hoping that one day I'll be healthy enough and have enough stamina to go back and do Feed the Need again. Sometimes the boxes are kind of heavy, so I still have to build up my muscles. But that's, that's in the future. But it's, it's so wonderful to be here. And I'm in remission. I'm going on a mission. Yeah. Thank you. Micah. Yeah. I am Dick Brotherton, and I'm speaking for my wife who is home fighting a miserable cold. And uh, she, she was going to say something, I have no idea what, so I'm just going <laughs> to go by, fly by the seat of my pants. Uh, we were looking for a church, and we kind of wandered around the San Clemente, Dana Point area, and someone suggested we come to South Shores. And one of the big things that drew us was the music program. I have been singing in choir since I was seven years old. And uh, I love it. Unfortunately, I'm gonna have to step down now, but uh, anyway, uh, that was the big drawing point. And then the one thing neither Patty or I had ever done was we had never been baptized uh, being immersed. And so we arranged to have that done, our friends Bar the Barnett's. They're right over there. <laughs> took care of that. And Ty said that was absolutely fine on one condition, that he and Cindy could be there. Just a cheer for them. And so, and now Patty's on the board of deacons, and we just love what we're doing here. Uh, we've gotten very involved, thanks to Chuck Herpick in the uh, Marine Ministry, excuse me, the military ministry. Well, Patty sent me an email, and what she just was so blessed about was the ministry that happens in the gym on Sundays around the tables and getting to talk to people and getting to meet people and see all the different ministries that happen in there. So who all here has been enjoying going in the gym after church? Yeah. <laughs> if for nothing else, for a donut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, this, this is our church home, and we love it here. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, my name is uh, Maury Hanson. I'm a retired pastor. <clears throat> Excuse me. I got excited, but sitting up here. 
anyhow, uh, I've been involved with the BFW uh, 9934. We've been at uh, South Shores Church for kind of like 20, 25 years, I think. Isn't Something it? like that. But about 20 years, anyway. We're only 25 years old. But uh, I'm the chaplain of that, past commander and all that kind of stuff. But we have adopted out on Camp Pendleton MAG-39, which is a Marine Air Group helicopter squadron. <clears throat> and uh, in fact, one of the guys who was the XO now is, is uh, our mayor. I mean, he's on the city council in Dana Point. And uh, the next thing I know is that I meet my buddy back there by the name of Michael. And the next thing I know, we're getting a little bit of food from this Feed the Need and from this little place called FAM. Well, the next thing I know, I'm over there, I'm introduced to FAM, and I started talking to them, and now FAM provides us, we are delivering over 130,000 pounds of food per month, and we have three of our drivers of these trucks are from this church, including my buddy back there, Mike, and you just cannot tell what this church has done in reaching out to so many different peoples in so many different ways. I would have never in 100 years imagined. I've been delivering things out there for, for like I say, for nine years, but 130,000 pounds of food, and I tell you what, those kids stand up in line 100 to 200 deep sometimes to get the food, and it'll touch your heart. And what's happening now, just because of this church, because of all of you beautiful people, we're, 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 we're I can't tell you, it's just so wonderful to be with all of you. You're beautiful people. God bless you all. Thank you. So... Just a minute, just a minute. I got to tell a story, a little story on Maury, because last year we were doing a beach baptism. Is that right? I tell a story. And uh, Harry and Emily Clue, who are young 90 year olds, wanted to be baptized in the ocean. Is that right? Okay, so, so I had one on this arm and one on that arm, and Maury said, Well, let me help you. So he came down on that end, and wouldn't you know, the wave hit Maury in such a way it knocked him, and he's going, this undertow, he's going out to sea. I think, Well, I got two 90s, I can't help the 80. He's on his own. <laughs> And but then a wave came and just hit all of us, and we all said, in Jesus' name, amen, we got it done. So, so anyway, fortunately, we're all here to tell the story. We got one here and then over there to Mabel. I just, I'm Pauline Wallen. I just want to say that that dear man comes up and hugs us every Sunday. And I love it. Yeah, all right. Thank you. And thank you to the young men here. I see such a growth in them that are ministering to us, like Eric and your son and, and another Eric. And well, you know, Eric and Derek and Micah and sometimes Pastor Ron meet with me every Tuesday, and we talk about how Sunday's sermon went and what's going to happen the next week. And I think they often forget I'm their boss. They're, you know, they, they can be pretty tough. But the <laughs> idea is that we're having four or five of us working together to say, how do we study God's word and present it in such a way that it really feeds the people. And I think it's working for us, don't you, to have a whole team. I definitely, yeah. I definitely so, do. It, work, it so, works for me. So I need these young guys' help. Thank you. Mabel. My name is Mabel Piggies Rossi, and my husband died February the 28th of this year. And uh, at 8 o'clock in the morning, I called Pastor Ty, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. He said, what do you want me to do? Meet me at the church. I met him at the church. He took me down where he where he died, and then when he, we had his service here, and when we took his body out to, well, his ashes out to Riverside Cemetery, and he said, what day do you want to go, and what time? So he drove my daughter and me out to the cemetery to uh, bury my husband, and I just want to let you guys know how good it has been, and how you have prayed for me, and got me through this. Matter of fact, 
I wouldn't have gotten through it if it hadn't been for this church. And I want to thank everybody here for their prayers. Thank you. Oh, my name's Mike O'Connell. Myra's my wife. And it's been a couple of years of change and uh, challenges, real blessings. And uh, yeah, one blessing was going to Israel with Pastor Ty and the group. It was uh, such an amazing experience to be in the place where Jesus was and walked and talked. And last March, our daughter got double pneumonia, nearly passed away. And there were hundreds of people here at this church praying, supporting us. Uh, we were able to go there and be with her. And the Lord brought her through it and brought us through it. The first thing Pastor Ty said to me when, when he saw me, when we came back, he said, you did it. But God did it. Yeah, yeah God brought us through it. And, and uh, I know God is with this church. Thank you. This church has gone through a lot of name changes. I remember the Trimborns, and uh, I just felt like I needed to take a moment because it's been such a part of my family since 1988 when I came from Memphis, Tennessee, recently divorced, uh, hard in, uh, in shambles, and a member of the Bellevue Baptist Church Choir, Adrian Rogers, you may know. And uh, Jim Whitmire was our music director. He said, uh, our pastor's been elected chairman of the Southern Baptist Convention, and we're all going to St. Louis. And uh, he said, uh, we are all going to St. Louis. And uh, we'll be wearing tuxedos and uh, make arrangements to go. Well, first excuse, of course, I don't have a tuxedo, and then I can't make arrangements for work. One thing and another. But I went to St. Louis, and I'm sitting on the front row. My heart is broken in half, but I'm there. I'm worshiping. The first message came across the screen and it said, Mike Carlisle, San Juan Capistrano, California. California is important because my kids were in California. I'm in Memphis, Tennessee. I immediately realized that was a signal for me to start walking. I walked to the back of the building where we were walked up to the first person that I saw. I said, I'm looking for Mike Carlisle. He said, well, you found him. I poured my heart out to Mike Carlisle, his wife, Judy. Some of you know Judy. And from that experience, I knew that my next move was to leave Memphis, Tennessee and come to this church in San Juan Capistrano. I arrived, misdialed a number, let it be known to the person on the other end that I had some experience with horses. So I was offered a job. Got here one day, working on a horse ranch the next day. 
Anyway, this is a <laughs> this is a long story, so let me cut it oh, short. Oh, you better, because I'm out of time. Quick. <laughs> I'll trust who who has the time clock on us all, Pastor. How's that? <laughs> This church gave me my name, first of all. Mike Carlisle had a card for me to fill out as a new member, John Michael Riley. It said first name, middle name, last name. So he introduced me to the congregation as John Michael Riley. I've always been John Michael Riley, but before that I was just Mike Riley. And I thought, I kind of, anyway. The church gave me my name. The church gave me my wife, over 30 years married to Bernice, precious, darling wife of mine. This church baptized, uh, well, let's say, we were, bab- we were married in this church. My second son was married in this church. My daughter-in-law with the leadership of the church allowed me to take part in the baptism of my daughter-in-law in this church. Not too long ago, I was allowed to participate in the baptism of a grandson in this church. Now, I'm on a short time fuse, right? No, we're out of time. I'm serious. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. So tell no, finish the, what's your main point? Tell us. The greatest privilege and joy that this church allows me and brings me is allowing me to be the bilingual pastor to feed the need. We have seen souls saved. We have seen growth, spiritual growth. We have some of the most wonderful prayer warriors, and we always have a bilingual prayer with our group there. It is such a privilege to share the Word of God. And your pastor graciously allowed me to be a licensed minister for this congregation, for this Feed the Need ministry. I am so, so grateful. My heart couldn't be warmer when I think of Capistrano Valley Baptist Church. That's the name that will always resonate with me. Thank you. Thank you. That's an important ministry that we're doing there, too. Let's stand together, shall we? We're going to sing the doxology. Let's sing it together to praise God.